Welcome back to the Alexander Schmidt Podcast, episode 017, Addenda to Conversation with Mr. West Chance. Um, I just wanted to take a moment here after listening to that podcast to clear up or to clean up one of the arguments I made, which I think I didn't structure quite right, and to explain two of the terms which I used. So the argument I'm going to clear up first will be the Adam and Eve argument and what exactly it means for Adam to come to consciousness or be kicked out of Eve. Uh, the second term that I'll be explaining will be levels of abstraction so that we all understand what that means. And the third, uh, or the, rather the second term and third thing I'll be explaining will be differing levels of analysis. So, the Adam and Eve story. Basically what happens, Eve is in the garden and is tempted to eat the apple by the snake. And so, Dr. Jordan B. Peterson analyzes this, um, this symbol in a very interesting way. He, he suggests that the apple, well, he cites the research of a biologist who's discovered that actually our color sensory receptors have developed because of our desire to eat fresh and ripe fruit. And he bases his second piece of evidence on how the snake makes one conscious by citing the work of UCLA biologist Lynn Isabel suggesting that snakes actually did make humans conscious because there was an evolutionary arms race between snakes and humans, uh, especially concerning the trees, um, about 60 million years ago. Um, and so that's pretty cool. However, I, I might suggest a, a slightly different interpretation of the tree and the snake. And so what is the tree? The tree is rooted. It's a symbol of stability. What is a snake? A snake is a mobile, almost hidden sort of threat. It's fluid. And so in sort of a yin-yang sort of symbolism, the snake is that which moves and threatens on that which is unmoving and completely trustworthy. And so what does that represent for woman in her native state? Well, that would be pregnancy. Because on the one hand, pregnancy ensures stability of the people by producing new humans. But on the other hand, pregnancy brings about the ultimate instability because well, because of the size of human heads, it can very easily bring about death. And so my suggestion would be that though, yes, I agree, woman became, must have become conscious before man, and that's why she ate from the apple first <clears throat> in this story, that perhaps the reason is because she recognized the natural threats in life more than man. Um, and one might say that those natural threats would be pregnancy for one, other men, and also um, threats like snakes in the grass, that which is unseen, perhaps suggesting the increased feeling of anxiety that a woman might have felt in the ancient world because of her increased state of consciousness. And in fact, Jordan B. Peterson suggests that women as a gender tend to feel more anxiety than men and suggests that perhaps even their nervous systems are more attuned to having a child with them because in evolutionary terms they would have cared for the child the vast majority of the time all throughout history. And so that suggests to me that perhaps they became more conscious and have remained more conscious and they feel more anxiety because, well, they see better into the future all the problems that may occur for the people they care about than perhaps do men. And so what does it mean when Adam finds himself outside of the garden. Well, I suggested earlier that that suggests that he has an encounter with nature which causes him 
to become conscious in a way that his fellows are not and therefore exiles him from his initial state of group identity because in becoming conscious he essentially becomes a reverse emperor's with n new clothes. He realizes that everybody around him is naked and so is he. They're all vulnerable and because of this he becomes scared and from his fear generates exploratory behavior. He goes out into the unknown because he realizes that the only way to protect those still identified with the group from which he's just become conscious and thus isolated and exiled is to retrieve new information from outside the group to endure anomaly or the dragon which guards the treasure well if he does that and then he returns and reintegrates with the group and shares the information he's found from outside he reinvigorates or restores the new information or the information creating protocol within his people information creating protocol being teaching them how to think again so that they can discover their own truths and generate more individuals in that atom-like way represented in a modern way by those who are pulled out or awakened from the matrix. Those are people who become individuals and can therefore express being or truth through speech. <clears throat> and of course truth is being spoken through speech. And that's one of the representations of the Trinity that there's being, the act of speech, and the truth that joins the two together. So the truth is the true act of being expressed in words, which is what the Logos is. <clears throat> And so, why is it that Adam has to work when he goes outside the garden? Whereas Eve simply has to bear with difficulties in childbirth and the snake. Well, the snake represents greater wisdom, understanding the greater threats that surround her because she cares about not only herself but also her child and is relying upon her husband in evolutionary time. That's clear. The man has to work. Why? Well, why was he sent out of the garden? Well, he was sent to do what men do. And, well, what's that? Plow the ground. Well, plowing the ground means to dig holes in the dirt, to dig down, and then to put seeds in that then grow up. The way down is the way up. And so let's now engage with the term levels of abstraction. The physical metaphor is man has to till the earth has to plow the ground, has to make divots, deep divots, and then put seeds in them and let them grow. Well, that's how learning works, and that's incremental growth onto exponential growth. And so you can see that with wheat, and you can see that with uh, development of aggregating technologies. And so, well, what does it mean for man to work as opposed to beast, for example? Well, Aristotle tells you, us the proper work of man is thinking, the, using the rational intellect. <clears throat> and so, what is it that man is meant to harvest out beyond the garden? Well, that would be new information, which he then brings back in, in order to reinvigorate, restore, and bring new insight into his people. 
And so levels of abstraction are also useful for understanding stories that connect the Old Testament to the New. For example, the story of Abraham and Isaac, where Abraham is about to sacrifice Isaac, but a moment of insight or uh, a moment of imposition of God in the Old Testament, which generally means a moment of insight leading to greater awareness, leading to an extension of consciousness within man, uh, keeps him from killing his son. And what does this mean? Well, this is human culture, society, going from a place where they sacrifice humans, which is already a level of abstraction above sacrificing and eating humans. Well, they go from sacrificing humans to sacrificing animals in their stead, much like the Achaeans will do in the Iliad constantly. Well, the Greeks did that too, because the Greeks used to do human sacrifice. In fact, it's said that Agamemnon sacrificed his own daughter Iphigenia to go to Troy. But then at Troy you see them sacrificing animals again. And so what's the level of abstraction up from the Old Testament of sacrificing a human and then sacrificing an animal, which one already understands that even the act of sacrifice is symbolic. So it is symbolic when it's a human, and then it is a level of abstraction down to an animal. And then what is the next level of abstraction that we see in the New Testament? Oh, well that's God sacrificing himself as man. Which means what? That a human learns to sacrifice himself for the group. Well, what does that mean? That means, well, the symbol is shared not only in Norse mythology with, with um, Odin hanging himself from a tree and also Christ hanging himself from a cross. Well, what does the symbol mean exactly? It means this, that rather than symbolically sacrificing another human in order to restore the group, or sacrificing an animal in order to restore the group through sacrifice, one can restore the group through one's own heroic efforts. And so why do Christians eat the host and say, that's the Lord? Well, that symbolizes <clears throat> and is the consuming of information in order to renew one. And so why does one eat wheat? Well, wheat is... Uh, that which is harvested, that which grows and dies every year, represented by Demeter and Persephone and the myth of Demeter and Persephone. And why does one drink wine? Well, wine comes from the vine, which restores itself each year and also dies each year and is represented by Dionysus, who is a dying and re being reborn God himself. And so, how do humans die and become reborn now for the group? Well, they devote their lives to learning new information, distilling it, and then sharing it back with their group. And that's how they all become of one body, by sharing the same ideas. And ideas and belief systems shared between people are those things which govern their behaviors down to their subroutines, as well as their emotions in terms of all of them acting in accordance with each other. So there literally is nothing more important than an individual sacrificing himself for his society by means of spending his life acquiring and distilling and sharing new information, which is also what alchemy sought to uh, demonstrate, by the way. What was the idea of alchemy? It was that you spent your entire life in study, <clears throat> 
and then you write your own work, which distills all your study from all the crude matter you've acquired, all the information, into the alchemical gold, which means you take everything you've seen and then you, you place it into meaningful prose and you take, say, 50 years of information that you've acquired and you distill it into maybe 10 to 50 hours of reading and, well, that's how society continues to move forward. Okay. I'm sure when I hear that argument again, I'll have to add and subtract and remodel it. Okay. Third, third thing to consider, levels of analysis. So something I said to Wes a couple times was that the problem with the argument is, a le is levels of analysis. Um, and so what does that mean? Well, that means that you can say contrasting things about one topic, person, or thing that are true depending on how you look at the situation from a general or a more particular perspective. So, for example, let's take a human or an American citizen. On the one hand, all American citizens are equal, and that's totally true under law. However, in terms of basic competencies, every single human is totally different and in terms of basic desires and in terms of information um, acquired during life. So if, say, you were to <laughs> take the statistics for how many people or how many times people had blinked in their lives or thought particular thoughts, perhaps it would be completely individual and every human would be totally different if that were the measure of your analysis. Whereas if you were to look at a basic human as those people who have eyes or visual cortexes, you might say that all humans are the same. And so those are kind of basic Blase examples, but um, that, that's the basic idea behind looking at something from different levels of analysis and that being sort of a problem of perspective. All right. This has been the Alexander Schmidt Podcast. This is an addenda to uh, the conversation with Wes Chance. Oh, and last thing I should say is I apologize for not honoring the zinnia and the hospitality and extending him an invitation back to the show. He, he, he very kindly reminded me to invite him because I kept blathering on. But I, I would like to correct that, um, that slip on my part and to say that I'll happily be having Mr. West Chance back whenever he can make time to talk to us. And this has been the Alexander Schmidt Podcast. Please share, please listen, and um, please comment. Because the more we hear what you have to say, the more we can clear up what it is we all think. Till next time.